0: No. Welcome back, guys, to a another episode <laughs> of Beyond Our Service Zegenta Edition. This is Steve O. Today we've got Nash, Sheepoo, and What's we've going got on?
2: David's here. David.
0: So, uh, today, uh, if you don't know, really quickly, the Junto is basically a book club that uh, is named after. Benjamin Franklin's book club, and we uh, pick a book, we read it for the month, and then we get together and share some things that really stood out to us. Today, it's going to be about four each, uh, roughly. It'll just kind of uh, talk about the book. The book we chose this month for the month month of March is Will Smith with Mark Manson. The book is called Will by Will Smith
2: and Mark Manson.
0: So, boys, what'd you think
2: of the book? Book was fantastic. It was uh, uh, it was good, great stories kept me entertained. It was one that you uh, don't want to put down, um, and it's a huge book, but actually a pretty quick read. So, big fan.
3: Nash, choose my words carefully. Um, to tie this one across with the other Matthew McConaughey, the Green Lights, um, we talked briefly about this before it just seems like all actors are just batshit crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yep. Like just emotional trauma and baggage that I don't want to say broken people, but I feel like broken would be, I think that's a little too harsh. Yeah. A little too, a little too harsh strong to quite strong. Yeah. But, uh,
2: I mean, should we preface this? If, uh, that we picked this book a month ago and what <laughs> yeah, two and nights prior true. to us <laughs> recording? <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> steve you want to go into that? Yeah,
3: like...
0: Yeah, so today we are recording on March 29th, so uh, Sunday, March 27th, was the Oscars and the infamous slap. And Thank you for the
2: timing, good Lord.
0: Yes. Uh, we, we did not read this book in two days. Uh, we have read it throughout the month of March, and so... Uh, and I think I actually have the Instagram post to prove it because I did announce what book we were going to read. So there's that. But yeah, yeah, no. So Will Smith and the infamous slap, which I think is, I we're going to get into a little bit here, but I definitely think that's going to sway our opinion of the slap. Although I'm not really seeing a lot of backlash on Will Smith himself for the slap. You're not. I haven't really seen much, but all I have is my Facebook and my Facebook group is yeah, friends are going to be crazy. Thing pretty... about this world is
2: that. You, we can easily just see right, one view and I have not put much
0: effort into looking. My into wife
2: and I have been talking about that so much about like the things that we see, and she's looking to be like, "What in the world are you talking about?" I'm like, "How have you missed this? This is huge!" <laughs> <laughs> i players talking about this right yes. now. She's like, "No, I haven't seen one thing." We're talking about NFTs. Never seen those three letters. She has no clue. Okay, and I'm
0: like, I guarantee you, Renee doesn't know what an NFT okay. is. Um, but the yeah. Will Smith thing, I know so, like, yeah, you're, so you're not so missing Will, much on those Pokemon cards. It's
2: right. Um, this, this podcast, what? honestly, it's, I think it's going to be a little bit tough because what happened two nights ago. I mean, I'll tell y'all, I was so pumped to read this book. Will Smith, hands down, judge me, whatever you want. One of my favorite actors. I love him. If he's in a movie, I'll go see it. Always entertained. I just, I just like the dude. Um, in, in reading this book, you start to see some of the fragility that Nash was talking about. But then what happened Sunday night at the Oscars, it's just like, man, there is a lot of stuff that's, that's jacked up inside that man's head. And this book goes
3: into it. And then you see that as like the manifestation of all of that, like
2: you see it on the surface, but he keeps it together in the book. But then you see it break at the Oscars. And it's like, yeah, whoa, unbelievable. Reading this book, I had the inside track to what was actually going on in his head but on the outside, everyone else that hasn't read it, it's probably like, oh, he had a bad lapse of judgment, but weird. So no. you're thinking, well,
3: he, he talks about in the yeah. book at one point, he was like, I just went through a phase where I just sucker punched people. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, bro. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. I just <laughs> yes. sucker punched people. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, no. Um, yeah,
0: I had a couple of people that uh, I, I was trying not to get into this conversation, but I had a couple of people that got into the conversation. Uh, about the slap and all that stuff. And it was uh, the couple made the comment. They were like, I can't believe Will Smith did that. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I can believe it. Like, I feel like a lot was coming to this moment. And it just, it it, it makes total sense. And they're just like, well, and then the other ones with like, oh, well, Jada, you know, Jada's disrespected him and slept around on him. And didn't she cheat on him? And I was like, well, I mean, not really. They had an open marriage at that point. Uh, also, they, they well, they did not even on open marriage. I don't think that's fair to say. I don't know what they're at now, but it, it was more like was a essentially a separation, just like a they were going to get a divorce. And then I think they all it says in the book is they decided they agreed to go their separate ways and find their own and like try to come back if they can come back happy.
3: Jada banged other dudes. Will Smith was okay with it. I don't think he was okay with it.
0: I just don't think it's not so that I don't I don't even think the August thing had happened yet. I don't think he's
3: no, it hadn't. I don't think he's okay with it in the sense of like, oh, yay. Mm -hmm. But just from like other things he stated in the book, I think it was she gave basically said like this is gonna happen or it's over. And him being the pleaser that he is, as he states in the book, he was like, okay, then
2: and desperate for love.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah.
2: so,
3: uh,
0: yeah, I, I don't know how we're gonna keep the slap from just dominating the whole thing, which is fine. But we, um, we each get four. Who wants to go first?
2: Well, I wasn't prepared for that, so uh, why don't you jump in?
3: Yeah, I'll probably piggyback. Off. I don't wait. Were we supposed. I, to don't I, like this yeah, see, I don't know if you I got like I don't know if I have four, four distinct. I got one. The, these are a little tougher. Like this one and the Matthew McConaughey. Sure. Were a little tougher to do. Like oh, because it, it. It's it, not, the not teaching like a Are you're or, learning? Yeah, yeah like yeah. you're learning from somebody else's life. So <laughs> like, there weren't. I, I, I loved his dad. Um, loved so, and hated. Like that exactly. was a very <laughs> weird relationship there. Like. Yeah. For it, those like,
0: of you I, who can't see this because we don't record it, you just said I love this. You're, I loved his
3: dad, and me and David both go. Yeah,
0: like oh, like what a weird squinted <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <"Huh?" laughs>
3: Are you talking the same dad we're, we read about, but loved, hated him? Kind of, honestly, very similar to Matthew McConaughey, like that same, yeah, yeah like very abu- true. Not so abusive, bad. but loving, like that right. very weird, like the dichotomy of like yes. the toughness. And the mom was
2: the intelligent,
3: yes, and kind of like the grounding factor in that relationship, but like you can tell the the dad really cared for. Him. I mean, was there for him all the time. Taught him all these lessons. Kind of sounded like that old school stereotypical, you know, greatest generation dad of like, oh, be tough, you know.
0: Well, and you got to think too, where he grew up and being black, like him talking about like uh, segregation was the worst thing to ever happened to black people. Yeah. And just the, like the real world of like, nobody's going to give a damn about you and you have to work your ass off and you have to be just relentless in this thing when you get out because... I'm not going to be there to do it for you and. Yeah, ninety nine percent is failure. Doesn't. I
3: like that one. That that would That's be my first aha. Uh-huh, is the 99 percent is is a failure because I love that that little saying and how like comes yeah, you back. First, your last. Yeah, well, actually, like well, that first doesn't. Sense. There's yeah. second place, third place. Ricky Bobby, that don't make no goddamn sense. What
2: you just said about the dad is actually where I wanted to start, um, and I think it's great. We just do a deep dive into racism right now. <laughs> um, but I've never heard anyone say this, and I thought it was so interesting because I literally I highlighted this and I put put the book down. And tried to think it through it was the first one that really got my brain going and his dad said integration is the worst thing that ever happened to black folks before integration we had our own black businesses were thriving because I'm not going to repeat that word. I've learned from Joe Rogan not to say. (laughs) Not um, not to read things. so much in this book. (laughs) Because the N word. Hard
3: hard R's and soft A's all over the place. And I was like, whoa.
2: Um, Um, Y'all can mentally replace the word that I just skipped, but they had to patronize each other. The cleaners, the restaurant, the hardware store, everybody needed everybody. As soon as black folks were allowed to eat at McDonald's, our entire economic infrastructure collapsed because we weren't supporting each other. And then he went on to say, if a black water fountain needed to be fixed, a black guy was going to come fix it. Right. And literally, I legit put the book down. And I was like, oh, my God, how profound was that? And, like, what does that actually look like? And I think, obviously, you know, as I thought about it, I'm like, you know, obviously for the long term, right, probably wouldn't work out. But in the short term, I, I kind of had the, the first thought that, like, there had to be some sacrificial lambs to kind of get to the point where you start getting past that stuff. But yeah, what a, what a deep interesting thought that like integration actually jacked up their economy that they had built up with yeah. each other. Yeah. And you could obviously black, white, Mexican, it'll put that across any race. It doesn't matter, but how self-sustaining could those pockets be? And what would the world look like without that? It, just it would look thought. like Michigan interesting because I ran into this conversation with someone in Detroit the other day and kind of the exact same thing that they said
0: so I in the army the most like legit racist so I was in I was stationed in Savannah Georgia so I was around locals too uh local white dudes and there were a few but they weren't very not near as many as you might think stereotypically but they're um by far the most racist, like staunchly racist, like white dudes against black people. Uh, there was probably two of them that I, and I remember still because it was pretty shocking because they are like making racist jokes, but then I thought they were racist jokes. And in the army, listen, we all make fun of each other nonstop, and your race is not going to save you. No one gives a shit. So <laughs> they're going to make racist jokes to your face, and you're, and you're going to be totally fine with it, and you're going to make fun of them, and it's all okay because in like a month, we're going to go to Afghanistan and I'm going to be walking right next to you. And I'm, I'm going to get, I would lay my life down for you. So it's just a different world. Like none of that matters. And so, but dude, they, I thought they were joking and they weren't joking. They were just, they were just racist. Like they just hate, they truly hated black people. They thought they were dumb. All this, all, all the stuff. There's the
3: ignorant stuff, and I'm like that part of the society you didn't think actually yeah. existed anymore. You're like, well, especially that. That age. is a it's, dinosaur. This isn't like, my you, grandfather. Yeah, this yeah. is not an 80 year old man.
0: This is a guy in his 20s, and I'm like, what? What? Hold on, what? And then uh, both of them, uh, Indiana and Michigan, they were more northern than they were southern. Not not one southern dude, and the guy from Michigan he explained it a little bit. I later kind of, we became a little bit more closer friends and I uh, talked to him a little bit more about it. And he wasn't as like angry about black people as the Indiana guy. It just made no sense. But, uh, he kind of says like, listen, you gotta understand, man. He's like, you know how many black people I was around my entire life. He's like, I could probably count one hand. Yeah. So it's lack of exposure. Like, cause he's like, listen, in Michigan, in the South, your parents had to, there was forced integration of schools, Cities, everything, force integrated. In the north, they didn't make us do anything. He's like, that's why you have Flint, Michigan. You have black cities and you have white cities. That's wild. Like, predominantly that. yeah. black, like, and he's like, so it's like ninety nine percent. I mean, think about like we went to Flyerman High School. There was, you know, not a lot, very few. And he's like, that's a whole city. Like that's what we. That's like, I don't, That's you bizarre. never dealt with black people. you never around black people. So there was never anything to like dispel anything you were told. So it was, well, it was true ignorance. Yeah. And then you see like Flint, Michigan. Okay. Well, it's, it's super in Detroit, yeah. right? So you see Detroit, you see Flint and it's di- just poverty and there's all these problems. And they're like, well, it's, it's, you know, it's 98% black, it must be black people. It's just to the black people because look at look how this whole city is just trash, and then look at a white city. It's and it's so much better, or it's cleaner. It doesn't have as much crime. So it just perpetuated this whole that whole image. And he, I'm like, holy hell! Like that's, cr-. I mean, it makes kind of sense. Not that I'm, it's not okay, but it's just like I could at least see what he was talking about. Where I'm like, wow, that's nothing like it is. I mean, I grew up in Alabama. I moved to Texas when I was nine. Like, dude, black people are everywhere. In Birmingham, Alabama, my God, they're yeah. everywhere.
3: Yeah. So it's, and you couldn't write for like, oh, yeah, that, that race as a whole is full of dumb people. You're like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like, that guy's I, a lawyer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> he's a lot smarter than my dad. <laughs> yeah, like, and he's black. Yeah. Like, uh, no, I, I don't think that's correct at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But you're just never around it. And then
0: you're just like, well, they have a lot more crime than we do. Like, they're just more violent people.
3: Yeah. As a people. And it's like Well, and if you don't yeah. know people on an individual basis, you're not right. you're not ever going to see the things to overcome those beliefs. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. Back so yeah, the, the integra-
0: sorry, yeah, the integration thing does I thought that was really good. And very interesting. Yeah, but a yeah, yeah an a interesting concept.
3: point that you would not have thought about.
2: Never would have thought about it. But I think back to my time in Alabama and like, you know, obviously like you know, they had to go through integration. Mean, they're the
1: First, they were the first.
2: Right? And um, and at least when I was there, you, you kind of see it go back to what it used to be. Like, you know, when I was there, everything was segregated. You had your white and black fraternities. You had your white and black bars. You had your white and black areas of the football stadium where people would sit. And, like, people from outside Well, the South-
3: that's that's less forced segregation yeah, and I'm more... Saying. It's internal ch- it's cho- it's yeah chosen, it's chosen point, segregation
2: it, people <clears throat> from the north would look at us from the outside because as alabama started to get bigger and majority out of state you have people come in like this isn't right but you know while i was there the point was that it, it was chosen and everyone was cool with that like well there wasn't a
3: stigma attached to it it's like hey no we 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 like to hang out at this bar and black
2: crowds like they preferred to go where the black people were and Mm -hmm. they like didn't go to the white parties and like that's the way they chose it and like i mean we had these conversations in college i came from memphis which obviously like steven said he was in birmingham black people everywhere so like but going there like i had these conversations with people and it's like yeah i mean this is this is what we choose to do we like it this way but then you have someone come in from New Jersey and it's like, oh my God, all you motherfuckers are racist. Like, you've got to make this. And like, well, we don't want to be part of this fraternity. <laughs> that like, fraternity kind of sucks. Guy's like, it's all white people. That guy can't <laughs> dance. Like, he can't. He can't do anything. Like, you know, it's he just can't. so that, I don't know. You know, obviously we're not here to solve racism, but I thought Daddy O's point was pretty interesting and I just never thought about it. And he's a deep thinker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's a deep beater because. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought that was pretty, pretty incredible or amazing. Can you imagine like watching your mom
3: get beat like that, like put in the hospital? No. Well, I think that kind of goes. I'll go ahead and say my next thought or aha, aha, uh-huh. aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna try to phrase this properly. Um, I, I get some Napoleon syndrome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. vibes from Will Smith, and and I think a lot of that stems from. I mean, just from reading the book, that I guess feeling of ineptitude, watching your mom, this person that you love deeply, be beat up and there's nothing that you could do it, like feeling incompetent. Like, I think that's where the feeling that I got without being too harsh on Will Smith was like there's a void there that he was constantly trying to fill with a multitude of just successes, whatever that, whatever that was Mm -hmm. of, Oh, I'm gonna go be a rapper. And and like you were talking about his buddy was like, okay, what's the goal in becoming a movie star? And he couldn't verbalize the goal. Well, because it wasn't about being a movie star. It was about just, what's that next achievement that can fill that void? Like I just don't feel Mm -hmm. like he, again, I think broken is a little bit strong of a term, but, just a ton of baggage there that, like, extremely insecure. Yeah, yes, and that, <clears throat> that's that, like, constantly looking to try to succeed his way to wholeness, and that was, I felt bad for him. Like, I, you're mm-hmm. like, God, this guy, yeah. like, y- yeah. Well, and it it's
0: this coping me- <clears throat> mechanism is what it turns. It, as a young kid, and he talks about it, and he talks about how one he constantly felt like a coward, and two. He, he felt like if he wasn't the times that his dad were, was like happy and not angry or hitting people was when he was laughing. Yeah. So Will was like, I had to keep him entertained. And if if he loses, yeah, if he loses his temper, then it's like I failed my whole family because I couldn't keep him entertained long enough to keep him from getting drunk and beating my mom. Like how warped is that? Like how the hell But of yeah, course that's, that's a brain a that's the brain of like a seven, what however old he was seven to nine? something like that? Nine to eleven? No, I think he, was, he was talking that? about that at like 14, 15 years old. Well, no, it can it continued, but it started when he was younger.
3: Yes. And then but it, I guess but that, there's nothing. That, that mindset yes. is like one of like, <clears throat> like, wait, that's the conclusion that you're getting from like right. instead yeah. of no, he's being an, a drunk asshole. <laughs> he's a like, drunk asshole. No, I failed. Like, wait, mm-hmm. what? But that's like, a, that's
0: a very that's a very natural thing for children that live in uh violent homes feel. My sister dealt with the same thing and we didn't, li- I didn't come from a violent home like that, like that level at all. But, I was one of the few that... I was like, you. I, I I didn't feel responsible at all. I was like, this is annoying. Yeah, you're like, no. Fuck like, you. You guys yeah, suck. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> but my little sister... This sounds like a you a problem. Younger. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, I do younger. And you are too loud. I can't hear my cartoons. So <laughs> you guys go in the other room while you scream at each other. Um, but we... Like, my little sister, when they would get in arguments, and my parents were very loud arguers uh, and really good at it. They she but she's a lot younger she's three and a half three years younger than me so she, at the time you know she's probably wills it like that seven yeah where for, it's like for, i don't know what formative years what if did i do something yeah did you do i don't like well I don't he's, know what's he's going. only he's only put it together
3: only associating when i do this it's good mm-hmm, when he's right. not doing this result from my actions when i'm good it's bad so like it's almost like survival guilt Yes. Yeah, kind like of. Like if I could have done more, yeah. if like, I oh, would have done this. Then. if I just would have made him laugh, then mm-hmm. yeah. and he goes on to carry to like his relationships where he's like, "Oh, if you know, I failed because they didn't love me enough to not cheat on me." And you're like, "No. Yeah. No, that that's just yes. them cheating on. Like that yeah. that makes them a bad person. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. you you are not the guilty party in this
0: scenario yeah, you, here." You actually did everything <laughs> incredibly right. A point, yeah, like you did cheat when he you tries did not
2: get away the retreat chapter when he tries to just get away from everything and he tries to be like silent for the first time in his life, like not constantly taking action. And he realized that he's not having fun at all. And he like hates it. And he says, if I don't want to be with me, why the fuck would anyone else want to be with me? Like, that's where the dude's brain goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't sit here and be happy with myself. Well, I just can't be loved. <laughs> like, so you know, and you're and like, like, no, bro, bro that's a, he's like, I mean like so much insecurity there. Yeah. And, and, which we obviously saw play out Sunday night, but like, yeah, there's it. But once again, you know, he was in a abusive home, very bad situation. Like, it's a lot to deal with as a young kid.
0: I agree.
3: Yeah, I, I liked it. And I thought all the stories, like hearing some of the backstories and, and like Barber didn't even... Know that Will Smith was a fucking rapper, dude.
0: I Sweet. had Jesus. no You're, idea. You, like, you are what? white as fuck. Swear to God, like swear. You, you are Miami arguably getting
2: jiggy with it, men in black. Like okay, yes, you? those I knew. Oh, those were a joke
0: eighties. Like, 80s... Yes, the fact that he was the first rap Grammy winner. Like you shitting me? Did you, you knew that?
2: I didn't know he was the first rapper to win a Grammy. No. I didn't
0: know he ever won a Grammy at all. I mean, I knew he made those. I thought that was all. Like after the, did you know
2: Jazzy Jeff? No. Like I you didn't knew, know who he was?
3: No, and I knew he whitest motherfucker. I know. Alive. I started putting
0: it together <laughs> like, <laughs> that you got just done it Oh, damn it, no, you're younger than me. So <laughs> maybe, uh, oh, damn it, that's not a thing. But I thought that he I remembered in um Fresh Prince that like the, the Jazzy Jeff guy, whatever his name yeah, was the Jeff, character. Yeah, The was character Jeff. guy. I knew that they were together, something with music, or they had known each other from Philly before. I remember, I kind of remember that later once I saw a picture of him. But no, I had no idea, and I sure as hell didn't know that Jazzy Jeff was like a freaking world-renowned like DJ. That sh- I mean, none of that—that that was what was so entertaining. I dude, I had no idea about Will's life prior to Will Smith or Stephen's him reading becoming, through this
2: book, and for the first time, he's like, oh my god. Independence Day? That
1: sounds like a good movie. <laughs> Wait, what? That was Will Smith? Looks <laughs> over to Renee. To Have
3: you heard of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? <laughs>
0: well, uh, I did look at Renee as I was reading one. That was like, did you know how Will Smith got the Fresh Prince name? Because I didn't know that was like before. I oh, had yeah, no yeah, that, idea.
3: I, that was his high school nickname yes. from a high and school that teacher. was also
2: his nickname in rap. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. I yeah. just, how I, cool is the story, though, of how he got that job?
3: This,
0: that's the coolest oh, story okay. So,
2: like, this is just how how amazing things work. So, he's depressed. Especially for him. Right? Being a bitch. Like, yep. we saw a lot. Yep. Absolutely depressed. And are they They are married at that point, right? No. They're just, Who's they? No. Ta- ta- Tanya one?
3: or? yeah, ta- I think it's Tanya. Okay. Or something so, like that.
2: So, yeah, because just kind of, like, sort of girlfriend, yes. right? He's living with her in L.A., just heartbroken being a bitch. Nobody loves him. And finally she's just like You gotta get the fuck out. Get the fuck out
1: of the house <laughs> that was awesome. and
2: just go hang out at the Arsenio Hall show. Because that because like that's where everyone was. And she literally just made him go hang out. And he that's just where he hung out every night, doing nothing, just hanging out, being mopey. And finally, you know, some guy, I don't remember his name, but he was like an executive at NBC Quincy. or wherever, Quincy, Quincy. was like <clears throat> Well, no, it was because I, uh, I have an idea. We should talk about it at some point. His, and then a few months later, he's auditioning at a party and they immediately pull the trigger and say, TV show. No like, paralysis through analysis. I love that. I love that. Like that the that way was that, that was those great. guys yeah. worked and got a deal done on the spot. Unbelievable. Incredible. That was Yeah, so called the attorney and he had him well, sit in the, in the limo. The attorney like, shows up, <laughs> they're, they're doing the contract-
3: the at part, nine o'clock like, at night, hammered.
0: <laughs> He's sitting in his car, like writing up the agreement. The lawyers, The it was hilarious, too, that he said that the that's something that I felt like you know, like I get that we're all uh, maybe in different boats on this, but like the way that God worked through like certain like the people that were in Will's life was unbelievable. Like Jazzy Jeff based him in my high school, uh, JL, his like manager and everything meets him in high school through another guy. And then like, dude, his whole crew, the guy that spins him is his bodyguard. So and, like, yes, he met us.
1: It's the same dudes his whole well, life. That, but it's I like, think
2: we've got Awesome. that's where like, I, I know we're going to bash on Will quite a bit as we already have, but that's where you've got to give that dude some love and respect. Like keeping his mm-hmm. crew with him, the guys that helped him get there. Were there the whole time. That's but they were, so cool.
0: But like JL, like he's an attorney. Like he's a, G, he's a really smart, the, very the talented. stepped up. Like yeah, the they just happened to be that
2: amazing. With him. Yes. He saw that and kept them. Yeah. I loved that. It's like, like, if you're willing to do the work and come with me, come on. The people that fell off the wagon because they like were you lazy. Can't, I gotta,
0: you can't go. Dead you can't wait, be here. You're out. And that was like. I think of our friendship group and uh, that I grew up with, me and Nash and the guys that I grew up with, I was just having this conversation with my buddy Chase. Like, I don't know many people that, many guys that grew up and had a more successful group of friends. Like, every one of us. As far as just how well everyone's doing and it's like, I remember coming out of the Army and people were like, you know, you got to be careful going back to your friend group because they might all be doing like drugs and, and partying and they're like breaking the law or they haven't done anything with their lives or doing the same thing when you left. I was like, let's see, I've got three of them are doctors, two are CPAs, one's a corporate attorney. Um, I've known all of them since fourth grade. No, I feel like I'm way the fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. behind. <laughs> like I have to get on the train Like, oh, now. sure. Yeah. Why are they still hanging out with me? Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> my least uh, like successful, air quote successful person is because he chose who's just as smart as the rest of them, but he chose to be a police officer. So I guess like he's still and he's really good at it. He gets like rookie of the year, gets these awards and stuff. It's like so he's really good at his profession. It's just yeah. I guess monetarily he's not going to make as much as the other guys. But like I was like nah, I'm not going back. I'm going back to people it's that are crew. years ahead of me, and I'm like I got to get my ass in gear when I get there and figure out what the hell I'm going to do. But that's kind of what these guys, like, these guys were just, they were on it. Like, they worked hard. They were ready to go. You
2: yeah. mentioned that earlier in the book, the Jim Rohn quote, look at the five people you spend the most time mm-hmm. with because that's who you are. What I mean, such a great concept for anyone on the planet to pay attention to. Yeah. And he did that, like, deliberately got rid of people that were not stepping up with him. And such a great thing to just um, continue leveling up your life with the people around you.
0: So, uh, real quick, one story that kind of, I know this isn't an aha, but we're doing fine on time. So, um, one of them was the uh, the cast story. Did that not,
3: like, make anybody else laugh? Because I thought that was pretty Oh, funny. the trying to cut the cast Getting off? Getting the cut off? And then yeah. and in JR the hot water walks out, and this goes up to the
0: pool? The or the hot or Y'all are the fucking stupid.
3: Like...
0: <laughs> like it's just getting tighter. It's getting tighter. Try
1: to cut it off
0: down. He's like, there's all these bit like butter knives everywhere. Uh. He's like you guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. He's like, you can't put plaster in the water. It's just gonna get tighter.
2: There are a lot of a lot of funny stories in the book. And you know, in and, and he said it himself. How much of this book is complete bullshit? Cause I mean, he says that. I, well, okay. I am a bullshitter. I am and going to spin things as positive as possible and and make them big and entertaining and funny. And like he talks the, about that early on
3: with his mom. Exactly. That they used to play that game where he yes. would just completely bullshit something real, or, real or fake. take like a a a kernel of truth and then just blow right. it up to be extreme. And you're like, oh. Okay,
2: how much of this? St- mm-hmm. It it was in my head the whole the whole book because as an adult you're reading these stories and they are so detailed. detailed. I'm like I can't fucking detail yesterday the way he just detailed 35 years ago. Yep, and it's like okay, you know what do we take? What do we not take? Um, but sure. that, I mean that is what he does. Yeah, and the, the one thing gotta though, gotta pay attention to that.
0: <clears throat> that's a good point. I didn't really think about that only because other than the detail that definitely grabbed my attention because I'm like, God almighty, how does this dude remember all of this? But it's also the, um, I mean, he admits a lot of stuff about his, his, his personality, his, uh, insecurities that not most people want to just put out in paper forever. Yeah. So like, I think it, at the very least that shit's true. Cause That's, it's yeah. like, man, you, you said some stuff that, I mean, just the funny stories of things that he screwed up and things that he didn't do right and, like, his relationships even with his girlfriend in high school and, like, you know, he smothered her to death. And it's like, by the way, it's the not, sto- a good, not a good way to communicate. The stories of him just,
2: banging his girlfriend. The way growing des- up? The way he oh. described it. No, he's like, my okay, that- mama walked in and two bare eb- ebony asses <laughs> shining in the yes. moonlight going smack, smack, smack. cracking up. Well, well... <laughs> Okay, him
3: talking about going on the like sexcapades when he was dealing with heartbreak or whatever. And he's like, and then I I was physically nauseous. Right. Oh, wow. I'm.
2: But then I go back and do it again the next night. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and puke some more. Like, did y'all believe those stories? Like, it's, I mean, obviously reading it, you probably did, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, now thinking back, it's like,
0: maybe he didn't like it, but or felt really depressed after, or really guilty of like, this isn't working. Cause he just like, he's obviously trying to fulfill or fill that void. And he's like, no, it didn't happen. I'm gonna try a different one tomorrow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was
3: constantly looking for love in all of them. Shut the fuck up. Like I was going to get out of here. Like,
2: uh, no, that's real, man. Yeah. I I know people that. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I do do too. And they're broken. I know. Well, I know, (laughs) but that's kind of what we're talking about. Right. (laughs) did you see what happened Sunday night (laughs) Like
3: there's where like yeah reading all of it I'm just like oh man dude
2: I'm so pissed off that Chris Rock made an apology I don't know if it's real or not but I saw a a public apology oh really dude you're a fucking comedian you're supposed to do that (sighs)
0: see I'm on the fence of I kind of like what Will
2: did I don't his apology? No. The will slap. Oh, you're don't. a fucking idiot. And <laughs> I knew you would agree. I knew we were yeah. gonna have this conversation. Because I, yes. I knew you'd be the yeah. one to be like, oh yeah. Uh, uh, no. Wrong no. place, wrong time. There you go. And think about it. Let's put let's put ourselves yeah, in a yeah. situation. Can there we you go. can we say our you're, okay. No, okay. you can't say where the but, company okay. that you work for. Your biggest award, award ceremony, your our, national
3: award ceremony. You
2: walk up and smack the shit out of the host in front of all of your peers in your ex- there's no fucking way. I know how macho you no, are. No, I don't I don't you think would I not, would do it. You i, wouldn't do I that.
3: thought about
0: that a lot.
3: And No, you might go I would say only, you might go up to him afterwards, pull him aside and be like, "Yo bro, that see, wasn't like that's not cool. Not that's a low blow."
0: Maybe even And then let Chris Rock come back him. out
3: and being like, "Hey, I just want to say, you know, whatever whatever he, or I, make him the bad guy for telling the joke." Like See, I definitely didn't cuz one, he slapped him
0: he didn't like. He could have like jumped him or closed fist, like really tried to attack, attack. You know,
2: like he did in his twenties when he was on tour. Yes. So like this, <laughs> oh, st- I went through a phase where I sucker, sucker punch <laughs>
0: people. <laughs> Whoa, bro! Like, <laughs> well, you, when you got this giant six foot right, you yeah, like, just like, kill everybody. Which, which makes it even shittier. I know. I know. Like so you're, you're that asshole. Like, yeah. Like you're that guy.
3: <laughs> yeah, like,
0: <laughs> so I <laughs> think the the slapping to me like made it better okay, she has some kind of uh, issue or medical alopecia. issue thing. Alopecia. alopecia. Bullshit. It right. is
3: not cancer and chemotherapy. I agree. Like,
0: so I think more, now. so I thought like, I don't have that big a problem do it with him doing it. Now the question is, would I do it, especially like what you're saying, that situation, no. Um, should he have done it? Maybe maybe waited to the backstage or somewhere where he comes across him because they're going to see each other again that night easily and then slap him and be like, and you know, no one's around and it's more like, between me and you, like, dude, you're that was fucked up. Yeah, and it really just like come on, like that. I think that would probably be my more likely approach of any of that. The only thing with like what you're saying is, do I have hundreds of millions of dollars in my bank account? <laughs> because if I do, then maybe at our like function word be like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going for it anyway. You
3: would go publicly assault somebody on national television yeah, see, in front of eight million that, people? I don't think it was that big a deal. I don't think it was that much of like assault. It is that big of a deal. assault. You
0: guys are such vaginas. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not, big big not saying that. It's I'm California. Public you, stage, you and me. Huge situation. Yes, yeah. like,
2: national TV walks onto a state. Stage and, and slaps a dude. Yes, it's
3: and you have to understand the, the circle that, that you're talking about. They run with this is California. If it was behind the
2: scenes, like, different story.
3: Sure, like this is violence.
2: Well, like, you, true. you,
3: know, right, you like the, the, that bubble looks at things through a different lens, and that would be almost paramount to like pulling a gun on somebody in a normal, like in anywhere else in the world, like. That was a pretty big, like, that's a big no-no. Like, yeah, there's yeah. literally, like. No, I like, get that. I, and I I think it, he, so my, my answer, though, is that I
0: I didn't have that big a problem with it. I do, honestly, because of the book, I think there's more probably to the whole, like, I felt like a coward my whole life. I think it was so much baggage. Just I think
1: whoosh. she,
3: I think she played on that. Absolutely. Like, I, I think she turned to I him know. and was like, and push that button of like i know God, this is a sensitive subject and video. like
2: see you have, after he laughed yeah, right and she cuts had a bad eye roll we didn't see what happened no well, she, she no she looks at him she pissed. says something i know yeah or but does we some, didn't yeah.
0: see you don't see what like, that was and you're not there yet on the on the thing on the the, the book. book the audible but the he's finishing green lights the day you know, <laughs> I thought we were reading Greenlights again, guys. 80, 80 20. <laughs> So the, uh, the, the, just when he goes into like the the whole, all the stuff with with Jada and then um, her birthday party stuff is kind of what I thought about. Like he puts on this massive surprise birthday God, party. Jada. And I, but see, I kind of get like. She's a horrible human. Where she, <laughs> like I get where he kind of adds on where, and he mentions it when he bought this huge house and he bit like sometimes like, yeah, that's cool. You bought all, you accomplished all these things, but like maybe like she no, no, said I, I over and over she and was I stuck in don't his life. want this yeah. shit. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't want this giant house. I don't want this. I don't want to get married in front of like the government. Like I don't want a conventional marriage. And then he said, he's like, you're on the, she was on, that was like the marriage was step one of the wheel train then the house. And then he puts on this great thing. And, and like, I kind of see because she's not that kind of person. She doesn't like these big giant, she wants private. She wants like yeah. very intimate and like, Hey, I don't want a bunch of people around and looking at me and all stuff. And he does the exact opposite. And he's like, look at an awesome. Eye. And he even said, and I think on purpose on the stories was like how, how many times people around in the group that he brought to this surprise birthday party. Cause he did all this ridiculous amounts of stuff that was really thoughtful. But, um, They're all like, God, I just wish my husband was like that. I wish I I had a Will
3: Smith. That's what he wanted. And he was
0: just feeding the ego. And she, at the end, she's like, she was pissed. And he's like, I don't understand what's wrong with you. And she's like, that's the most disgusting display of, like, your ego I've ever been a part of. And then he just loses it because he's like, none of that made sense to me at the time. He's like, I just, I'm just, because I went through all this work for her. And in my mind, it was all for her knowing that she hates this stuff yeah (laughs) and so that i don't know i think that all that and then it was like you're probably gonna win this award tonight i think he was pretty favored to win it like this is all about you it's all about your your image your ego your stuff and it's like all of it back again all in an instant and he's like damn it i gotta go slap this dude i can't (laughs) wait i think he buckled i don't know long
2: term what happens here because yeah it is and i know we can all kind of we're joking about it right now all the memes are out but I think it's going to be a big deal, and it could be a serious turning point mm-hmm. um, in what happens. And you know, this hasn't come up yet, but I was even more—I dis- was more disgusted and disappointed when he won and gave he his didn't apologize to Chris. She did not apologize to Chris because he had had time to sit back and realize how much he fucked up, and he realized it. He was crying, he was a mess, he was apologizing, he would not apologize to Chris right. Rock. But then also going through all the bullshit that I'm a vessel of love. Yes. I am here to spread love <laughs> and uh-huh. joy. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, you just. See, well, <laughs> I also got
3: some of that like hypocrisy in the book because he talks about like, oh, not cussing and da 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 and being straight, and then drops f bombs and hard r's like well, throughout to be, the uh, book. And I'm like, to okay, be
2: clear on that. He gave his grandmother one promise, which was only in his raps. Because He's always cussing in his movies. He told his grandmother he would not rap in his music or when it cussed in his music. Yeah, but it, it I, I'm just trying to think how to verbalize it. All I'm it. saying is it, that that's,
3: there was a there was underlying like <clears throat> him saying who he is, but then he would go do stuff that you're like, that's not what that person would do. Like, oh, 100%. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, I'm a vessel of love, but you just walked up on a stage and slapped like.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I just wanted everybody to have a good time, but I went through a stage where I sucker punched people. Like, what? Like, that's not where you go if you're that person. Like, that, that that's where I have issue with He's it. He's definitely like,
2: worked very hard to try his whole life to try and find himself. And obviously, we got very deep in the book. and. How many pla you know, go into yeah. India or yeah. Africa oh, yeah. or wherever. To, he just is continuing to try and dive deeper and deeper and deeper into the psyche and into mm-hmm. himself because he's trying to figure out what happiness is and what the what the hell to do. I mean, you can tell there's a lot of internal yeah. struggle going on, which leads to what you're saying, as he says one thing, he does another. Yeah, I think he... I don't know. I, I definitely this, think that. But this you, is why he's one of the greatest artists out there. Is like, are there are there normal people that are good at I that don't job? Think so, no, no. And,
3: that, and right. that's that. That's where I was because we talked about a little earlier with the Matthew McConaughey, and I was like, that's a weird ass dude too. Yeah. That, yes. <laughs> and I go, their. It's not just that their worldviews are very weird. Their view on
0: reality. Yes. Yeah. Like, like on just everything. The way everything. Oh, it's not, comes like Matthew is McConaughey scary. is like very
3: abstract. Like, oh, it's not all real and did it. And you are like but it is like, I I don't fully understand. Like, um, I kind of want to read more just because I'd be curious on like other actors. Um, like what they like, what they think,
2: because wouldn't you love to, get into their heads, Jesus Christ. No. No, I wouldn't. My <laughs> own's Cruise. more than I wanted Tom
0: Cruise. Dude,
2: Tom Cruise day. and oh, no. John Travolta if Tom we could Tom. have a dialogue oh. session. So, th- and this is where I've always been a staunch proponent of separate the artist or athlete, right? From from their job. Like, yes. If we you have to. You, no, know, you, have to. you because you have all these points in life where something happens who we want to vil- vilify this person my point is that if you truly knew who all these people were you yeah. would wipe out more than half of all of the people that you love because you just haven't oh. seen into their real life yet right like i how, hey, how many politicians are total narcissists oh, Jesus how many ceos are sociopaths Absolutely.
3: like but i think it's one of those that like I don't want to say everybody who rises to that level has some sort of deficiency and not that other people who don't rise to those don't have those deficiencies because it's not a easy blanket to throw over all of them, but there are some trends that you see in those, you know, that I, I level absolutely. of like, I was watching the, um, oh God, like Kanye West on Joe
2: Rogan. That dude's a, fucking lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Like you can still you can still enjoy his music though. Yeah. He's a genius. I mean no, he's he's
3: a, But he's insane. Yeah. Like from a production standpoint like as a producer and beat like making beats and all that incredible. Like maybe one of the best in the last
2: 20, 20 years. But that being said. Long drink. Bat shit crazy. Yep. Like you know, we can uh, we can do a little dancing at a wedding to some Michael Jackson, but we, we don't have to uh, like him, enjoy him, him touching children. Yes, you know, allegedly, allegedly. <clears throat> Hashtag allegedly, allegedly. And speaking of wacky actors, you know that Stephen mentioned Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah,
2: and this was a, a cool part of the book was when he learned what it was going to take for him to be a superstar, uh, because JL, as Stephen mentioned earlier, was pressuring him. Because he was going from rap to TV, looking at movies. He just said, what the hell are we doing? He's like, what do you mean? Yes. I'm just, I'm doing my yes. thing. No, 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 no. What are we doing? And he forced him into having a goal. And eventually that obviously turned into stardom. And I read an Arnold Schwarzenegger biography last year. Not a great book, but I, I took a few key Arnold isn't of a great it. writer? What? Uh, you know, I don't know how involved he was. It was, it was it was early years. I okay. bet it would be way better now, but the main Honestly, thing, the pumping iron documenting back from like the great. Oh yeah. Is great. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, fantastic. That's no, like he's classic. an entertainer. And that's the whole point of what I'm getting at now is that he decided he want to be the biggest movie star in the world. Yeah. And that's what I took out of the orange Schwarzenegger book was he realized very quickly he got, so he came to America, he got into acting and he went to all these acting schools and then he had this realization moment. He's like, I'm not very good at acting and I don't enjoy it. I just want to be a superstar. Yeah. And that's what Will did here is he said, I want to be a superstar. Like, fuck acting. I just want to be a megastar. Yeah. And what's but cool like, is- so, that, so
3: what do you want from that?
2: Yeah. And it, he, oh, didn't, I just want,
3: I, he didn't know. Yeah, well, He just wanted there, to be a star. Because there wasn't a clear define. It was- No. It was that filling that void. Famous. Yes. Of, I'll well- want everyone to love me.
2: Yes. And it's so cool because these two stories tie together- of where he learned this is he talked to Schwarzenegger and their message was, if you want to be a megastar, you got to go international. And which brings me back to Tom Cruise. He was out there doing his thing and trying to hustle. And Will always said he was going to be the hardest worker in the room, except for Tom Cruise, because that guy (laughs) is not actually a human being and I can't compete with him. Um, And and I love that. Like, I think the, the, the hardest worker, like we, we saw it here they win. You know, they always win. I thought that was such a good story. That is a solid
3: takeaway from this one. And and I think he learned that from his dad of like, I love the brick. Like that was probably a good, (laughs) what a cool uh story.
2: Like the brick wall. I mean,
3: it's, it kind of goes the old adage of how to eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time. And his dad going, stop looking at the hole and just lay one brick. Like just focus on the one brick, lay that perfectly. Yeah. If there was, now lay the next one like and keep going and that was i thought that was interesting on like what that kind of how that carried over to the rest of his life of just putting putting your head down and doing the work
2: i've got a awesome so quote on the hard work if we before we move on from that
0: i'm not going to move on i'm going to well yes go ahead ahead. okay
2: so i i thought this was awesome it it made me think about myself because i mean like look at me i'm like the most average looking human on the planet, right? Below average. Right. Yeah. yeah. I hate this guy, but it's true. <laughs> like I'm an extremely average individual. If you didn't, if you, you were know? redheaded, then
0: you would be average, but
2: uh, uh, the red, the red bumps it down a notch. I, I, Maybe people. Too. I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, here's the quote. So ginger he said, well, I consider myself to be fairly average in talent. Where I believe I excel is my unflinching, unyielding discipline and work ethic. While the other guy is eating, I'm working. While the other guy is sleeping, I'm working. The math is just very simple to me. If I can wake up and start one hour earlier than everyone else and stay one hour later and work through my lunch break, I'm gaining 15 extra hours every week on the competition. That works out to 780 more productive hours in a year than the next guy. That's the equivalent to an entire month. You give me a one-month head start on anybody, and they're never gonna catch me and if they need weekends and vacations so they can get their beauty rest or recover and maintain their little punk ass work-life balance then they're always going to be looking at my taillights and like that's you know we can hate hate on this guy as much as we want but like you can't question his work ethic and that's no. one of the things that he absolutely learned from his father and is why he became one of the biggest stars So do you take that ever. work
3: ethic If it also comes with the right there,
2: like, so here's the thing. The work. No, 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 no. That did not bring the void. The void was there. No, no, no. I'm saying the work
3: ethic came as a, (laughs) as a coping mechanism to the void. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm saying you, okay, you now have the option. Do you want that level of work ethic? If it also comes with that void that he's trying to fill with it,
2: but it's not bringing the void. No, no, no. No, you. It's later To I, the work ethic,
3: correct? Yes. So I'm saying, do you? So want you have
0: to have the void to have the work ethic.
3: I'm if, not saying those are to together.
0: No, I'm not saying that you. It's a law. I'm saying he, he, the, he does. He does.
3: I'm asking you as a no. A thought, a thought game here of if to get that level of work ethic to to outproduce everybody else, but it also comes with the void because I think that well, void no, because you can look
2: at him and still see he's not happy. So it didn't satisfy. So if that's the choice, it's always a no. So that's kind of where I was going with it. When you said that, you're an idiot. Like, (laughs) yes, give me the stardom and a horrible life.
3: (laughs) Yeah. See, and I think, (laughs) but how many famous people do you see, or even super successful that like, that's
2: Well, a lot. I mean, look at, I mean, just look at how many turned to drugs and alcohol. Because of that void right there, right? I mean, that's obviously a big yeah. problem. The more and more famous people get, right? Because I mean, nothing uh,
3: wrong with some drugs and alcohol. This podcast brought to you by
0: Long, Long Drink.
2: you not have a sponsor, <laughs> but maybe one day if Texas. Legalize it, Finland.
0: So, yes, <laughs> you said that. Like one of the things that came out of this book was the hard work always wins, and I to be devil's advocate of some of that is you also have to define the win. What's winning because yeah. uh, there's someone in our profession that had something similar to this, but uh, you know, you look at his dad, his dad was really successful at, at a lot of business stuff and kind of grinded out this life. And during that time and did really well for himself. Uh, he also died alone with his kids hating him or most of his kids hating him. It didn't talk to him and he doesn't have a wife and he doesn't have like, and he drove all that apart. And then you like, you see what, some of these guys go through and that's where I don't know. I think that especially as small business owners or the work life balance thing, which is very important to me, you, you do have to define your, what is winning? Yeah. Because it might be, you know, man, I mean, you just, you, you you hear about some people who are really successful. Maybe they're not the most successful, but they're really pretty close. But then you learn about like, you know, they have, their kids are happy. Their their wife is taken care of. I guess you know, like their 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 personal life is not just in ruins. And then you, I don't know. I just I I've I've been asked that before because I used to work for a guy who is one of the most successful insurance agents in his in his company, and people have asked me like, so do you want to be like that? And I said, not nah, if it costs what it costs him, because his kid, like he. And that's, hey, that's the thought experiment that I was offering his. up is, you know, it's if, like, if you, I don't, I don't
3: to, get, to get that and not that you, again, you don't have to have that void to have that work ethic. You can have that work ethic be mm-hmm. it driven by true, valid, quantifiable goals. But I think a lot of that work ethic came from the, I'm going to do this to be successful. And then when I'm successful, I'll be happy. I'll be will happy. Will yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's not how that no. works. Like no.
2: And he finally figured that out at some point. Obviously. Well, he says he does. Yeah. I was right? going to say, but yeah, but he just walked the, up on um, a national stage and slapped somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call it mother? what it is.
3: Assaulted somebody. Like I'm going to call so, it exactly what it is. And it's assault. Steven, like, you better
2: be careful. Steven's going to start calling him a liberal. I'm going to
3: assault
1: you.
2: <laughs> so <clears throat> he is liberal. So I,
1: <laughs> i think um
2: it was yeah. it Gigi that talked about the smile his grandmother talked about the smile comes from within mm-hmm. that it's all about giving and it's not about receiving anything like that's where the happiness comes from like he does have that moment at some point does he yeah. truly understand or how long it? does it last right. or how, yeah. i mean god he's got so.
0: you've got a whole lifetime of messed up head thoughts and stuff yeah. that you've got to overcome that's, that's not gonna be easy to to get rid of um I kind of lost what I was going to say. So um, I'm going to move on to the next. Aha. Or one of the things that I thought was, it's kind of early in the book that he talked about, but he said, we're all waiting until we have deep knowledge, wisdom, and a sense of certainty before we venture forth, but we've got it backward. Venturing forth is how we gain the knowledge. Hop on that bus. Um, Yes, loved that. Man, I thought that was was good. Really good. And, um, you know, just, it's amazing how often you hear people say like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, I really would like to start my own business. I would really like to have a podcast. The amount of people that when I said I was going to do a podcast or I started one that told me like, I've always wanted to do that. It's yeah. like, Well, it doesn't cost a lot of money. Like what the hell just have do you been it. doing? Like just- half
2: the people said, I've always wanted to do that. The other half said, I thought you were retarded. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> you did what now? <laughs> So yeah, that's, I,
0: I, but I, I agree with you. And that was true. The, the half that said, "Oh, I wish I started a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Both sides. It's just, it's, it's amazing that uh, the people in, in the army, they were guy. we had a guy that joined, he was like, uh, he was 30. I think the latest you can enlist was 36. So he, he was 36. And he was in basic training with me. And I was like, what are you doing here, man? Like, why are you here? And he's like, Honestly, it just—I couldn't get it rid of the regret. I—it was something I wanted to do as a kid, and I just never did it, and it just never happened, and I just kind of made all these excuses. And he said, I, "I don't know if he had anything pivotal happen, but he—it just did, it hit him. And he was like, "I'm—I'm I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life, and it's never going to go away." He's like, "So I'm here to do my life so three, four years, and just get it out of the way." And he's like, "Because it's like I can't get rid of it. I can't get rid yeah. of it. It just won't. I just I I regret." He's like, "I don't regret almost anything I've done in my whole life." But I, this, this, I just, I refuse to let this follow me for, to, to the grave. And I was like, "Damn, well, good part, more power to you, man. That's, but it's just the get, like, you got to do it. And the amount of like, God, we're in sales. We're all in sales. How many new people do you get that are like, well, I don't really know it well enough yet. It's like, just, just do it. Yeah. Just start doing it and you'll learn. You're never yeah. going to be an expert. I, You're I, never going to day, ex- too still much get still get shit where I'm like,
3: huh. That's, that's why a they new one. never stop learning. Yeah, like just that, was a new, that was a new scenario for yes. me. Like, I, had not, I haven't had that one yet. No, let's go figure
2: out how to do that. <laughs> like, he says that life is backwards from school, right? In, in school, you learn and then you take the test. In life, you've got to take the test to actually learn the knowledge, yeah. which yeah. is why you just got to go out and do it. And that's how you figure it
3: well, out. Well, I think that's why you hear so many people, like, the best teacher is failure. Yeah. Because then you have to go back and really analyze it and go,
2: where Damn. did I screw up? Yeah.
3: What happened? What could I have done differently? How, yeah, like.
0: So he even yeah. says to add on, to that, on that, he said down there at one point towards the end, he says, losing could be equal to winning in terms of my growth and development. Yeah. is failing. I mean, you, well, like, he talks
3: about like, how, how quickly he blew up with the rap, and then all of a sudden, it was gone. Yep. Like, overnight, yep. it was gone. He blew through $3 million in a year, and... Which, could you imagine it being him and having your
0: his father step in that room? And then recording the studio? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and watching... Just literally shit oh, yourself. Oh, like, my I, God. I, like...
0: So in the book, you, you need to read it, but in the book he's they're working on their second album and yes. they're just basically blowing all this money. They went down just, the Bahamas to yeah. go
3: record at like the the recording studio that all the all the big names went to. And yeah, they're just just parties for like a month their straight. Ass off,
0: blew all this money and finally JL, who's like the management dude.
3: Ten grand a day. 10 grand <laughs> a day is what they're paying. Good Lord. For a month. They'd have one song. And yeah, they'd put like
2: no time in the booth. <laughs> not, like, not one
3: song. They're just sitting there.
0: And let J. our creative
2: juices flow, man. It's
0: <laughs> part of the process. You wouldn't understand. And uh, then Jail gets his father, brings his father in. So his father, they're just sitting in the studio, studio uh, recording studio. And he's got another Bahama mama drink thing, whatever it is. Yeah. And the, he's like, of all people on this planet, my dad walks in and everyone is just dead silent. He's just in his mind like, Oh my God.
2: <laughs> this is it. This is the day I die. <laughs> this is how I die. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. So, so you, you brought up all of us being in sales and I, I highlighted something that I, I want my salespeople to read so bad. Cause th- I preach this all the time. So just in case any of them are listening, they're not, he had, he makes them. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, it's just Steven's mom. Oh, that's our five. That's our five listeners. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. The, uh, the thing that he realized when he was trying to become a superstar and going all over the world to promote his product, he realized the movie's not the product. I am the product. And like, it's such a, anyone in sales needs to understand this is that the product's not going to sell itself. Like you have got to be the person that is pushing this and pumping this and making the connection with the people. And at one point in his life, he got that. And the, that's what took him to the next level. I agree I with that, that.
3: And I hate it that I agree with that. <laughs> oh, man. Like, because
2: that's such a, like, narcissistic,
3: the movie's not the product, I am the product. And as much as I want to hate that and say it's wrong, it's really not. But it's just not wrong. It's really not.
0: Especially when you're selling anything, like David's saying. It like, doesn't matter,
2: anything. It's, it's the relationship. They're like, attaching like, to you. God, like I, They're going to do business because okay, they like you.
3: When I, Yeah, when I went and bought my truck, like it, I'm gonna work with people that I
2: like. Like it, you know, a truck's a truck. Like yeah, exactly. The, the truck doesn't turn into a different truck when you go to a different dealership.
1: Yeah. Like, but when you
2: walk in and meet a sleaze ball that's pushing it, you're like, no, nah, no, nope, not that guy. Right? <laughs> He's not getting my commission.
0: Uh, and I've asked my team uh, when we were more expensive, and it's usually especially if we were like it's close, you know. And I'm like, so we were ten bucks more a month. So you're saying you're saying that the policy isn't worth ten bucks more a month? And they're like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they just, I guess to them. And I was like, no, no, no. So what you're <laughs> allowing them to think is that you aren't worth the 10 bucks a month. You know what they're getting for that extra 10 bucks, right? You. They're, not. they're getting you. Too many times I've talked to you, Barber. Not me. The team member. <laughs> He's not worth $10. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Team is. the reason why I'm not His on the team. phone. <laughs> yes. No, that's, and then they're just like, but some of them
2: are like, ah, damn it. You're right.
3: I have to tell you a story about him off air.
2: A little later. <laughs> so I'm sure it's... We're only with our friends and family here. i <laughs> 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 um, I got... Did, did y'all like the parable about the... Um, taking the canoe and going to the woods? No, nah, y'all. My they're looking at me like part. they have no idea. Yeah, there's a Buddhist them. parable. I read a, I read a different book. Which book oh. are we So the Buddhist parable that he said guided him through a lot of his life. Because once again, I mean... I think we all kind of envisioned a lot of this book. Will Smith like holding onto his binky the whole time, right? (laughs) Like that's just (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's not actually. And he talked about that. So like to not read because it's an entire page long parable. So to not read the whole thing, the message was essentially, you know, to cross this river, I had to have this canoe, and the canoe saved my life, or I would have drowned or been stuck on the shore. But once I crossed the river, I had to go through the woods. That's right. And if I would have held on to
3: the canoe. And if
2: I held on to the canoe, I would have never made it through the woods. And the lesson here is that even though something could have been so important in our past life, it does not mean that we need it to grow and get to the next level of our life. And sometimes we have to let go of those things. It could be a detriment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And I thought that was a, a really cool message that, you know, like if we don't adapt to our new situation, we die. Right, so
0: I'm glad you said that because that reminded me. So that I've I've seen this a lot, and I've had to. De- I think all of us, all veterans, have to deal with that very thing, that ad- adaptation. And some guys do it a lot better than others, and it's you know we kind of talked about it earlier yeah, Mash, talk, yeah. about the
2: thank the, you for your service. Your, I thank God, uh, um, there's not barber.
0: The thank you the. Um, <laughs> when you get you come out or whatever you're in there you're you're taught and you're encouraged and everything is about like it's okay to be like rage is good being angry is good like because you're gonna need it you you know or you possibly could need it not always you you never know what's gonna happen but you gotta be ready and so then you have to come back and you gotta start to learn that not you can't talk you know like you do in the military with each other you've changed that to everyone no um,
3: <laughs> I was going to say I'm working on it slowly. Okay. That's uh, uh it's, it's actually it's a, something, it's I, a 15
0: year work in progress. Right. <laughs> it's actually not. And it's just cause I never worked on it. And then recently within the last probably six months, there's been things that have happened where I'm like, yeah, you know, I probably should not cuss so much. I should probably, yeah. you know, clean up some of my, how I say stuff or just not say anything at all. Put a shirt on at meetings. Put a sh-
1: <laughs>
0: mm, Those weren't meetings, but, uh, yeah. So, I think that there were things where um, you know you have to uh, you
3: well, it's have tough to adapt because you look at those you, two as like personal identifiers of like that that's who correct. I like oh that's just yeah. me. And it's like, well, yeah, is it? Like
0: But does it need to be right now? Yeah, yes. And like, there's lots of veterans who come out and are like, Well, this is just who I am and it's like well but it doesn't have to be. And it doesn't have to be maybe all well, okay all the time. It doesn't that's have fine. To be. you can be whatever you want to be. And you can be. be that with but us on work, the golf course. Eight to five. Yeah, like you it, should Maybe temper that a little not bit. Not scream and yell and throw your phone across the room. Yeah, I've actually never done that. But you like you can't be this rage monkey. You have to like tone it down. You can't talk to people like that. You can't react to certain things like that all the time. And you just it, as much as you may want to, and maybe that was a great attribute in the military when you're in Afghanistan and war. you're Not at war and, anymore. potentially and fighting then, for your life. Walk on basis. stage
2: and slap a comedian.
0: Exactly. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with like letting that go or like walking away or just keeping like, you know, just doing different things. Like it doesn't mean you're just like it got you through one thing, but right. now
1: it's
2: going to hold you back yeah, you and you're going to die where you're at now. You're talking about those personal identifiers. Nash is something that will dealt with and struggled with a lot in the book was when he started to really get into acting how at the beginning he didn't really know what he was doing. Cause he, he didn't, he didn't know how to act. So he went straight to method acting Mm-hmm. And he started to f- kind of lose who he was, and he started to get into the psyche of like, am I a- am I who I think I am? Because these emotions start to change as I get into this role. I totally forgot who I was a year ago, and now I've become this guy. And you come home, and your family's like, "What are you doing?" Did you stop? and he doesn't understand the difference, and like it shows your point. Those personal identifiers, well. Are they you? Or mm-hmm. can you just start to become something different? And obviously he kind of showed that and struggled I, with it. Again, it interesting. I, I, I think that's somebody who's broken on a very deep level.
3: But, but I think I, it's also why if you are fairly secure in who you are, I think it would also be very difficult to be that level of an actor. Sure. Like that to could, be able to just yeah. completely say... Steven is gone now. I am now... That'd be cool. ...John. And, like, you are going to completely... Ad- like... And, like, oh, I can't find myself again. W- wait, what? Then then who you were was a facade. Like, if you can so easily dismiss all that and put on a new face, then that wasn't really...
2: Y'all, we read that with McConaughey, too. You remember that? He struggled with the same thing. So, I mean, these people, they're just obviously very, I, very I th- eccentric. Yes,
0: and I think that the... We talked about it briefly. I think that the the acting world is I think the really good ones are they've got all that right there at the that at their beck and call of these all these emotions, all this stuff that they can just they can tap into and almost become to act unbelievably. And I think that when in real life when they're back in real life that's that's not a good thing. Like, it's like right. being like Asperger's like a yep. uh, man, you, you are great and you're a genius. You can read a whole book and memorize it word for word. But then like you can't function, uh, in public with humans at all. Like, that's not good. That's not good. It's amazing. It gives you amazing ability, but it also gives you like an amazing weight that holds you back. I guess. I don't know. Something yep. that's just hard. Pretty insane. What'd you think about the, uh, uh, his daughter, you know, I always wondered why, like she made Such one cool song story. and then just like stopped. I was
2: talking to Addison about that, and she wasn't that impressed. I'm like, that's so amazing. So the story for the listeners is every, and Nash, me. <laughs> and Nash, who like, you know, at least he read some of the correct book it this looked, time. David, it was 16 um, hours long. Okay. <laughs> he only had a month to do <laughs> the 16 hours. So needs more drive time. I guess he didn't have a lot of showings. Oh God. all um, place. So to fill everyone in Willow Smith, who I think we all probably know was, be, became a big hit with, uh, whip, whip your hair, whip my hair, whip, back whip, and whip my hair. Um, and it was a it was a big deal. She was opening up for Bieber, right? Yeah. I mean, she was traveling all over the world. She had the number one hit song, and they go on their first tour when they become a big deal. And she walks off stage after you know, the first leg of the tour, as happy as can be, and says, "Daddy, I'm I had so much fun. I'm done now. I'm done now. And <laughs> retired. And it was just like that was something I wanted to do. I had a blast. It was great. I'm good." I don't need to do this and, anymore. And Will Will's brain broke. He's like, uh, <laughs> what? That's not how it works. Like, no, we, we can't. You we can't signed do that. We sign an agreement. It's like, like we we have to do all these other you know, ones. This is just a stepping stone to get here and then there and then there and 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 she just wanted to have a good time. I thought that was such a cool story just how people work so differently inside their heads
0: well i also thought it was cool or well not cool but i just kind of thought about that like his brain breaks because he's like no we're gonna conquer the world we got to do this this because that's how he's that's how he got to where he is that's just who he is at this point anyway uh that but it's my dog trying to get in uh the but i also thought about the reality of like he and he kind of mentions like but we signed a deal and you are supposed to perform and like, we yeah. have like four more tours to do like in Australia. And like we signed this contract and I'm thinking in my mind, like that would also be a pretty big, Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Oh God. I'm about to pay a whole lot of money to, go <laughs> go <laughs> to break all those to break. Who was it with uh, Jay-Z Jay-Z about to, Oh God, I got to call Jay-Z after this and be like, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. man. So we're done.
1: I guess she's out.
0: <laughs> and then so and then later to like drive the point home because he was thinking maybe she maybe she wasn't for real and um her whole like her main song is whip my hair back and forth. She comes downstairs. She had shaved her head bald because he's like, well, no, we had to keep going. And that's she's Jada's like, Jada's daughter, so, right there. Yeah, for GI Jane too. How dare you? <laughs> uh, so what a
2: move, right? I'm like, I mean, that kid's Damn. got. some... Balls. Yeah.
0: Cause he's like, well, no, we, you know, let's just give it a little bit. We have to do it. And she comes down and he's like, okay. So I get it. I didn't get it before. Yep.
2: But I get it now. You're done. Really just cool parenting story there. And I'm glad you brought that up because this is something I didn't highlight. I would have never remembered it. But um, the story about Jaden. And After Earth. Did you watch that movie? I never. See, I never did. I had okay, to go look it up. So I,
3: like I said, can we please do a review on this movie? We
2: should. So I told you, Will. Smith. I want you to be should.
3: forced to watch.
2: It. Yeah, you should watch it. <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. I told you, he's one of my favorite actors. So I watch pretty much anything he does. In this movie, I remember trash. I remember getting to the end of it. So
1: <laughs> trash. I almost felt, like I, I almost spoil felt the review sick. right now. It's I, awful. like legit. I
2: almost <laughs> like, felt sick after watching the movie cuz you watch the whole thing and you're like this motherfucker just made this entire movie to put his son into stardom. Like that's a, I mean that is exactly uh. how the movie's laid out and he talked about in the book about how much he fucked up and then how much pain it caused his son yeah. because then he got all the backlash. Yeah. Cause he was in, terrible. It, I mean, in it, Distrust. It, it he, was exactly like his dad. He felt like his dad, like, like his dad st- threw him under him the, the bus back? and yeah. screwed him. And that was, I mean, that must've been oh, so <laughs> like,
3: okay. Uh, mm. yeah. Okay.
2: Says the guy <laughs> with Let's no kids, whatever. <laughs> but like, like, yeah, think yeah, about, like Oh, so I'm grumpy. sorry. You made millions. Oh no. Like Nash. You don't have to We've children. learned that it's not about the money. Did you take nothing? Oh, he hasn't finished it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the point, like, put yourself in that household and think of how shitty that situation must have been after that movie. Like, that sucks. Yeah. And yes, the movie yeah. sucked. So be, be Nash's better. point really, is that they deserved it for be making it like an atrocity. I'm, I'm, yeah,
3: like, I'm, I'm sorry. I agree. The kid I, was like 12, Nash. No, he was like 15 or 16. And to also be <laughs> fair, the kid's a shit. Like he's done oh, some no, really good stuff, crazy. but he's also like, crazy. Well, the whole family's fucking so, okay, crazy.
0: That's what every person in this family is except nuts.
2: Except his oldest son. Who's not in the Jada world. Exactly. So <laughs> everyone that's a child of Jada. His, but his, his first wife fair, was the football like, player, I don't want him. The football player yeah. that pulled him out of Will's life. And will still try to force it, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. The, the so that kid's not crazy. Ex, apparently not. So apparently J- he's pretty Jaden normal. Has but wife was ex like, is like I "Pretty need, cool
3: stuff." I need you like, he he has done some like, you know, feed the homeless and like he's done some pretty cool. stuff, But
2: yeah, like I just he's feel so like, fucking crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Was like, he?
2: Is he crazy? I don't know anything about this dude. No, he's nuts. The last thing I remember I think, him was Karate Kid. Just go look at some of the stuff on social media. Yeah, he's a okay. wacko. Yeah, okay.
3: like. Well, it, think about giving a you know an eleven or twelve year old like unbridled freedom, and that's what they and did. Millions, that's what they did, and millions of dollars oh, about the millions, and then putting a phone in their hand and letting them broadcast to the world.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: that's it to a T. No, 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 no. I'm, God I'm placed saying. the most beautiful things in life on the other side of our worst terrors. So I wonder what's coming next for Will Smith. Then I like that. Okay, like take the take the jump, make the leap, go see go see what's out there. Because if you if you don't overcome your fears, you're not going to live a full life. I like that. (laughs) How about the story of them almost naming their kid Luigi? (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty
0: good. So they were going to let um, still
2: good. Was it Jaden naming Willow? No, it no. was. It oh, was. It, was the oldest, it was the normal kid yes. naming Jaden. Yes. They're going to let his oldest son <laughs> name their newest son. And the kid's sitting there playing Nintendo. <laughs> and it's just like, Luigi. And would not get off Luigi. They even gave him a few days and came back. And he's like, Luigi.
1: <laughs> yep. And, uh, I, he's like, <laughs> book
2: my
0: mind. And it's a so, psychologist or child psychologist psychologist whoever who gives them this idea like because they
2: want him to be as much a part of this and he's like fuck this psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> then, so he the psychologist so was it jl and, uh, that for the first like 20 years of his life has called him luigi yes <laughs> yes that JL, awesome. to this
0: day has never called him anything but luigi because oh of that my story god and then they finally the, the psychologist like saves it and was like okay i got a better idea go buy him a dog he's going to want to name something Luigi because he gets to name it and he's not going to want to wait for the kid. And they got lucky and it ended up being, he did name the dog Luigi. But that's why Jail's like, to this day, Jail refuses calls to Luigi. call Jaden anything but Luigi. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the best troll
2: ever. Oh, that was so good.
0: <laughs> um, so I thought this was two parts of this, of their little marriage thing as they started broke up. One of them that I wrote was really dumb. And then one of them that I thought was not dumb. He talks at the end, like they didn't get a divorce, right? This is kind of when they decided to become an open marriage thing. They said the painful awakening was to was to the reality that we were two separate people on two independent individual journeys. We had simply chosen to walk this portion together. We cried like crazy, hugged, and agreed to let each other go. Bitch, I'm sorry, bro. You got married, man. To me, it just like you chose to get married. You're just gonna have to do this shit together. You gotta figure
1: it out.
3: But that, see that that's that whole <clears throat> like airy fairy. <sighs> walking this journey to shut Hate it. up Hate it to like but then he does after like i'm like him, sorry I, are, like yeah i agree you are you are walking separate journeys together motherfucker <laughs> that's the idea you're marriage. married you like. have kids together like i'm sorry but
0: so he at the end though he did kind of point like there's a there's kind of a twist that i thought was is very uh, wise or true is he basically said, like, we felt like this vampiric relational model was unfair, unrealistic, destructive, even abusive. To place the responsibility for your happiness on any of anybody other than yourself is a recipe for mis- misery. Now, that I do agree with in marriage. your My wife is not responsible for my happiness. Correct. It's unfair to put that on her. And I do think to... No, I don't think that that means you should But that doesn't mean marriage. she gets to go find it through no. another dick. Like,
2: does it? Yeah, like, no. That's just a a point on humanity. Yeah. yeah like not yeah, a that's reason what I'm that saying. you and your wife should like not be together. <laughs> yeah. Like It just means,
0: Hey, that that's driven a lot of marriages apart. And that's something that's very true. And y'all should work on that together. Yes. Um, and not put all that shit on each other. Well, no, I, I don't think you, doesn't mean you, you, go put off the, and,
3: you don't have, have resentment with your spouse because you're unhappy. Like maybe yeah. if it's something that they're doing, you should talk to them about it and figure out how you could make that better. But Oh, I'm unhappy. I need to go date other people. Like
2: what uh What? what? Like I'm sorry, what now? I'll b I will will i will be the odd man out. I will say every single person and relationship is different. And I think if they and I don't I'm not saying that they have found what's right for them, but I am yes. saying that I'm not every going- situation is unique and I'm not I'm not gonna Fair. judge them on the way that if
3: it works for them then great
2: totally it doesn't seem to be but if it was working <laughs> i'd be okay with it They're
3: not the greatest example of this
0: exactly yes but, yeah.
2: you know people are different and I, i'm okay with that but there seems to have i'm a still lot gonna of label issues. it
3: weird because i in my own mind cannot rap what's
2: well, weird as shit to us because we're normal people <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like there, there, there's my point like i okay, great. And coming from a place of just not trying to be judgmental. Yeah, they're right. If it works for them, great. I, it's not my place to tell somebody else how you should or shouldn't be married or how your relationship, like whatever. I'm still going to speak my mind about it and be like, I don't understand how that makes that any, the problem that you were bringing up, I don't understand how your solution solves that problem. Just like we talked about earlier of you're not happy therefore i need to be successful or make money to solve that hap- well right. okay if you're not happy here we're not happy together okay so now you're going to miraculously be more happy dating other people like and then be back together and they will be fine yeah because makes if, sense to me if what was making you unhappy is the other person then you probably need to get a divorce like then it's probably not a good like if you can't work through those things that are making you unhappy And it's not a good marriage. Especially if you can't work through it together or figure it out together. I mean, well, I say
0: that. I think it's good to go to separate. I think that that's done. I do think that's a great, this is a great example that like, what some people have in their head that would like, oh, if we just didn't have any of these strings attached, we would be fine. Yeah. And then, well, okay, well, they didn't have a lot of strings attached and it's still clearly not fine. Like you're still going to have to deal with like the, you can't just run from it and like, you know, go have sex with some other people and have some fun for a little bit and then come back and be like, okay, so our marriage should be good now. Right. Cause that was fun. I mean, I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm not relying on you to have happiness cause his dick was awesome. And then come back and be like, okay, we should be fine. Right. Like, Oh no, wait, we still have a lot of baggage between <laughs> each other that we have to deal with. And it's not going to be okay or, or get rid of by just dating some other random person. Yeah. Like it's just cause that wasn't the problem. Um, I'm trying to find that. I can't find the deal where his daughter says um, they're like eating or something. He says something. Oh my God. That was freaking
2: heartbreaking. Yeah. Can
0: you imagine? No. I tried
2: like, I tried to put myself in that scenario. Cause like, I mean, I'll admit it. I, I'm a pretty obsessive worker. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm addicted to work. Like there's no way around it. And like, that's terrifying to me, which you brought up earlier. Like, I don't, I think work-life balance is bullshit, but like I there too, is I absolutely a tipping point where it it is too much. Mm-hmm. If you, if yeah. one thing is hurting another and that's one of my biggest fears in life is like, do you have the self-awareness to realize when you're at that point? Um, so like I, I internalized what she said and I was like, Jesus Christ, like I'm scared right now. Mm-hmm. She essentially said that um, dad has, what this picture perfect life just does picture perfect it. idea of what his life should be except that it's not with us something to that effect yeah and he just it's <clears> like and
0: he she starts it with like and looks at like her mom is like she he just doesn't see it like it's okay like i feel bad for him but like maybe one day he will but he just doesn't see it. and then he she's like and he's like what <laughs> what do i not see and then she just lays that truth bomb on him of like You he has this perfect image of like how things are going, but it's not at all how things are going. And like everyone else, the Will Smith train is going great, and he's thinks he's killing it in every aspect. But his his family's miserable and not happy at all, and he just doesn't see it. And for his eleven year old daughter to say that to him, like crushing, couldn't imagine.
2: Yeah, and I I mean. And he said it multiple times. He knew he was making decisions that Jada did not want. Right. But he did it anyway. Because it was Which his okay.
0: lifelong dream. He's like, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to, no, but, she'll be
2: fine. She just doesn't understand. She'll, but, yeah. okay,
3: that makes me question because he said earlier on in the book, his lifelong goal was to be loved and married and have a family and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he also idolized uh, Dallas,
0: the show, and wanted a place with a name on it. And then he found one. Yeah. Like, so he's like, well, now i got to buy that too.
3: So that, that, and there, there's that thing of that, that was that hypocrisy I was talking about earlier. I was like, he said he wanted X, Y, and Z, and then he would get it and then he would push it away or like, I don't know that.
2: So, um, I think we all say things for sure to others, right? For sure.
3: But if you're writing your autobiography, I would try to make <laughs> sure that my thesis lines up with my backing. That's points. a fair point.
2: Like That's a fair point. <laughs> I just fair might point, leave sir. that part out.
3: Just be like, yeah, my driving goal was not to be married with a family. Like Maybe just leave that part out.
2: Did anyone else think he oversold his stunts that he ended up doing to like, overcome his fear? Like how big of a deal he made his physical stunts? Like I am now this just. Amazing person that overcame every. I'm like, I feel like a lot of actors do okay, that. They yeah. talk about
3: like, oh, they do their own stunts. You bungee jumped. Yeah, bungee
2: yes. jumped. yeah. Like they, and he's just, it was like the biggest event ever in the world. Like, I'm like,
1: I thought the story uh, was cool. Yeah, like you really the story was, was funny cool because of how you big he made it. Tourists yes. do that by
3: the exactly. hundreds every day. That's my point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in that's third my point. world countries, like, but <laughs> to him, it was like, I, I've done it. I'm Superman. Yeah, like, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. You must have really, really been scared, <laughs> like really. Or that scared.
1: insurance
3: policy, must, that rider must have been huge on that contract. So your agent was like, "Do not do this. Do not do this. It's going to cost a lot of money."
2: I did like it wasn't J L. Who's the bodyguard? What's his name? Uh, oh, God damn it, Chaz C. It wasn't Chad. So C. Chaz. It was a oh Charlie. Let's call it, yeah Charlie. Charlie back. Charlie, Charlie Mack. Charlie Mack. Mack. Yep. But I like that when they were doing the stunt when he was jumping out of the helicopter and Alfonso Ribeiro is like, "Is he gonna make it?" And Charlie Mack's like, "Man, shut the fuck up." And he's like, <laughs> "I'm supposed to be here to make this dramatic." He's like, "We'll make him fucking die dramatic."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'll my last thing I'll say because uh, we're running out of time is um, so. Do you guys remember Nate Dallas? The oh, author,
2: how could we not remember Nate Dallas that
0: uh tagged us on his? Well, we tagged him from his book review, and we uh, we got a retag. We got a retag. We did get a retag. We're remember blowing we up from sponsors. Oh, get the on the here. train
2: now. No, I think I read that. Was everything? I think you read it, but you weren't here.
0: You went to Vegas or something
2: because oh, you weren't okay. here for the recording. That's this okay. was the one that Brian Shelton said we thought we we're gonna have to sign up for a coaching class. Yes, at the, yes, end, at of the it. end of it. <laughs>
0: So he did. He he put this tweet on his Instagram, and I saw it today. And I really, I actually thought it was really good about Will Smith's slap and everything else. So um, he said, uh, "Defending your wife in public after hurting her in private, assaulting a friend. There's your assault word. Assaulting a friend because of long-standing wounds, losing your emotional footage, uh, footing at the realization of what God wants to do with your talents, but still knowing you are so broken." Will Smith is just like you and me. And then in his comedy said, Did we did the Oscars show real humanity for the first time ever? Deep, Nate. I thought it was really good of just Dr. like Dr. Nate. none of us. Yeah. Like, I know we're sitting <clears throat> that's here true. saying yeah, that he's like, that, broken, that's, blah, 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 but like we're all a pile of shit. Like yes. all oh, just yeah, a mess yeah. of yeah. just hypocrisy and doing stupid shit and saying stupid things and then doing awesome things. I don't things cast just, those
3: stones from the pinnacle of my crystal palace yes. like I definitely have my faults um, plenty of them we can, we can go into them on our own time but like yeah that,
2: it, but we have assault assaulted body on public TV there you go <laughs> <laughs> like, uh,
3: like,
2: uh, also it's all about be.
3: managing those like
2: <laughs> there are levels of the hypocrisy yeah
3: like do you know how many times I would love to just walk up and bitch slap a client for doing or saying something all the time but like you like I go map that's not worth the assault charge <laughs> like I'm uh I, I, yeah I don't I don't, I don't know I, up. I don't know like
2: I, it was I, I see that very, th- I thought that was a this, very over the line
0: I thought that was a touching I response do. of just kind of all the the dichotomies of everything yes. that we just do, kinda witnessed. It does kind of like,
3: make you back up and look at it from like, oh, he is just a human. Like cause that that is in I think that's where a lot of people are easy to jump to, like, oh well it's stupid and I wouldn't do that, yada yada yada. Like again, was he without sin throw the first stone. It's very easy to say, oh, I would never do that or whatever, but you, you also have to realize that like he's a human with his own stresses and own emotional responses and Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, you know, however you feel about it, he, he is still just a person like that, and I think it's hard for us to look at famous people in particular and not kind of set them a step above, as if oh, they should act differently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he kind of said a little bit, alluded to it in the um, in his acceptance speech of like, I know we're supposed to just sit here, and being in this business, we should be able to just kind of sit back and let people. Just say some wild stuff about you, and then be incredibly disrespectful,
2: and for you to you should
0: you're just supposed take to just smile and, and just yeah. take it.
2: You are, and that's that, the Grammys. It's a public roast. It was Oscars, Oscars. sir. Isn't that the Grammys? No, oh, God. don't they give you an Oscar? No, what? No, they give you a Grammy. No, what's the dipshit? What's the show called? It's not. Is it the, called it's the, the Oscars? Academy Awards. Academy Awards. The Academy Awards they give Sorry. you an Emmy. Thank you. Great. Is it? Yeah. Is it the? It's not called the Oscars. No, the Oscars give real? you. The Academy Awards, Awards yeah. No Academy Awards give you an Oscar. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I just and I just confused Academy Awards an and Grammys.
3: No, Emmy is the Emmy. Yep. And no then the is Grammys it? is <laughs> The Grammys. Grammy is a Grammy. None of us watch this shit. No, none of us do. But I'm positive I'm right on
0: all of this right now, at this moment.
3: And I'm gonna own it. Okay, no, so Emmy Awards give out <clears throat> Emmys. Uh-huh. Yes. The Academy Awards give exactly. Oscars. Yeah. Oscars. So it
2: wasn't the Oscars. At least I was right on that point. No, it was the Oscars. No, it wasn't. It was the Academy Awards. It's the Academy Awards. But it was the, the yes, Oscars. Yes, it is. It's you're also right. referred it's to, referred as, to the as the Oscars. This is a great way to end. <laughs> way to end. <laughs> Complete nine fucking And, like, and I'm, I'm
1: done. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Hey>, I thought <laughs> these, these guys these were really pretty intelligent. <laughs> really
2: just they made some really valid points and now there's arguing about
0: it. Is the
3: Oscars giving the Oscars? Because it's the Oscars, bro.
0: I don't think.
2: I think his name was Chris Rock. I don't think his name was Oscar. Um, <laughs> he did not slap Oscar. Yeah, you know. You're, but to your point, you're right. Like, you don't. We don't understand the stress these people are under, what their world is like. Um, I know we're not going to review a book on this. So, like, I'm watching Pam and Tommy right now on Hulu. Yeah, no. Everyone should watch it. Fantastic. But like, there's a point you realize, like some of the stress that these people are under, like they obviously had this private video get leaked to the public and they start realizing that it is spreading like wildfire. And like, you see these people start to mentally crack and like Uh, people in the public eye are just under this whole different level of stress and pressure. So I will give Will Smith a little bit of benefit out there is we have no idea what his life is like and no clue. Did he fuck up and cross a huge line? Absolutely. Was he in the wrong? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, none of us have ever been in that situation and don't know how we would react. I mean. Hopefully not like that.
0: Yeah, Probably a little bit like that. Steven, maybe. No Nash and I, we're not going
2: on stage. No.
0: Because I would be the only one. Of the three of us, I'd be the only one going on the stage.
2: Yeah, because you're an idiot.
0: No, and accepting award
2: for best
3: actor. <laughs> 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 and let's in <end> there.
2: <laughs> you definitely belong yeah. behind a microphone yeah. and not a camera. Uh, Fair point, sir.
0: All right, so that's it, guys. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you haven't read the book, go ahead and read it. Uh, go get it. It's Will by Will by Will Smith. So, thanks again, guys. Take care. Bye. what you heard please subscribe review tell your friends all about us this show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available and if you'd like to reach out please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show see you
3: next time